Hi, and welcome to the Wealthy Travel Agent Podcast, where our mission is to bring you inspiring messages from people just like you who have succeeded selling travel and to help you become the Wealthy Travel Agent. I'm your host, Dan Chappelle, the leading authority on selling and sales management in the travel industry and author of the Amazon best-selling book, Get Your Ship Together, The Wealthy Travel Agent Guide to Sales. It's available internationally on Amazon.com and Audible if you prefer to listen to, to your things. Uh, you can learn more about how I can help you become the Wealthy Travel Agent at danchappelle.com, D-A-N-C-H-A-P-P-E-L-L-E.com. And today I'd like to welcome Chantel Belock of the Traveling Seas in Edmonton, Alberta. Welcome, Chantel. Hi. How are you today? I'm great, thanks. Thanks for having me on. Oh, I'm so happy. So Chantel reached out to me um, last week, and uh, she had a, you know, we've all been struggling with the effects of the coronavirus and handling our clients, and she has a unique system that she's going to share with us here in a little bit. But for those of you who are regular listeners, you know, what we like to do is we want to talk about the inspiring stories about how people got into the business and got to where they are. Chantel is a, a million dollar producer in her own right. So she's walking the talk here and really has a lot to contribute. So uh, welcome again. So let's start out. Let's uh, tell us a little bit about your, your personal story. You know, where you're from, how you got into this and uh, what's the motivation to keep you here? Well, my passion for travel started during a grade nine trip to France. The cars were so tiny. I realized back then how even the most ordinary things can be different on the other side of the globe. In 2016, I quit my job and I liquidated all of my assets deciding to take a chance. A chance on life and the customer experience, as whimsical as that may sound. After 14 years experience in travel and seven years as a consultant, I had a vision of what a travel agency should be. I teamed up with a close friend and previous colleague, Kim, and Traveling the Seas was born. Three years later, we still love working together and we operate a retail location that is inviting and engaging, filled with travel mementos highlighting our authenticity and passion. We believe that travel should be enjoyable and fun while pushing our limits at the same time, growing our hearts and our minds. As Albert Einstein said, life is like riding a bicycle. To keep your balance, you must keep moving. Travel propels us forward as we create experiences and share memories with those we treasure. For us, travel has been a truly transformative experience in our lives as we've explored every continent and 112 countries combined. Wow. I, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was uh, doing one of those little, you know, everybody's staying at home right now. And so on, on Facebook, and they have all these, okay, click how many, all these countries and, and destinations you've been to. And, and mine was 106. And uh, so more power to you, man. I tell you, I was, I was looking at your website and you had some really cool pictures. Uh, you've had some great experiences in there. So as part of uh, the whole traveling the seas thing, you, uh, your, your re retail location, that, that was uh, something I wasn't aware of. And you've got, yeah. uh, there's what, three of you that, that are working together there? Yeah, and we're actually in the retail location right now. So I'm in the back office and in here we've got two desks. We've got our printer system, so we create customized ticket booklets for our clients. And then we've got our goal board over there, so we track what we're doing as a team. And when we move back into the other room, that's the actual client meeting room where we host all of our clients. We've got a back-end room for, like, extra stuff that needs to be there, a kitchen that we can use so we have delicious lunches, and then a bathroom for our clients to use as well. I actually own the property, and I run the business out of it. Nobody lives here. 
And Chantel has a chandelier right behind her there, too. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's a super cute house. <laughs> well, it looks like a real inviting location. Tell us about your affiliation with Flight Center. Flight Center is, uh, is an organization that is, is originally from Australia and uh, is in, yeah. in expanded greatly over the last few years in North America and how that has helped you and, and your business grow. Yeah, Flight Center by or Independent by Flight Center is a great opportunity for agents that want to break out of the corporate mold. Because normally when you start an agency, you've got to get a CLIA number or an IATA number. Like you kind of have to decide what you're doing in terms of that and any sort of accreditation that you want. Being with Flight Center offers all of that to me. So it's kind of like a business in a bag. And then what I choose to advertise and how I choose to run my business is my decision because I'm just an independent contractor. So the clients are mine. They don't send anything my way. They just give me the systems and procedures. I do ticket all of my own tickets through Sabre. I have access to Flight Center holidays, Expedia, all those regular systems. But they just give you the IATA number that goes with them all. So it's interesting that because um, Flight Center Independent is an independent contractor program, but as a retail mm -hmm location you're choosing to operate your business through there for the systems and processes you get through this that's fantastic yeah. so let's let's talk a little bit about what's important and what's helped you grow your business over the years a lot of folks tend to gravitate to niches and and specialties do you and your team operate that way definitely it's the only way to succeed so we specialize in dream trips active travel groups and then our signature surprise trips <laughs> surprise trips oh boy yeah oh they're so cool they're really something special yeah, because it's exactly for what you're thinking like what oh yeah yeah I, I i did one of those for my wife's uh, birthday one year i took her to sonoma to the wine country and uh what she didn't know was that uh, I surprised her with about 20 of our friends and family that showed up and she doesn't like surprise. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> you have to like the idea. I mean, our clients come in and they're asking for a surprise trip. So to give some like perspective, we're working on one right now where they have four different destinations that they're flying to. And then in each destination, they have two surprise excursions. They actually get a customized ticket booklet and it says like flying to surprise at 9 a.m. So they know when to be at the airport and then surprise activity starts at 10 a.m. And surprise destination number one. And so they rip open their envelopes as they move through the different stages and they find out where they're going and what they're doing as they're doing it. But they're coming specifically because they want to be surprised. Like they don't really care what they're doing. They just want to have something where they show up and it's like, here's your activity, surprise, you're going to go do this today. So you said something that I find interesting. I think our, our uh, listeners and viewers should pay attention to. And that is you are currently working on a trip for someone during mm -hmm. this time period when everybody thinks that they're sitting around doing nothing but their education programs and everything else and waiting for the travel industry to open back up for business before they start working. You're doing just the opposite of that. Yeah, I've got all my quotes, so I've got everything filed and organized here. We've got about eight trips in the pipeline right now that we're working on. We've taken our consultation fee for all of them and the work is done. We are cautioning people to just hold on a little bit. We wanna kind of see where things are going. It has changed a lot in the last week, 
but we have all of these things ready to go and these trips are they're done right like they're just a matter of hitting payment yeah so basically you're planning it all out it's a matter of okay when do mm -hmm. things open up when we can plug the date in there and bang, yep. go that's fantastic yep. and you collect a fee off of that too your consultation fee very yeah important. we charge a 105 dollar consultation fee which is awesome because that is uh, one of the most important things in, in creating a revenue stream uh, is not yeah. just the commission off of travel, it's the fees, it's uh, commission on insurance, short excursion, stuff like that, that we have going on through there. So you reached out to me about a week or week, 10 days ago, when everything was just falling apart. She said, yep. and you went, Dan, I got this message. I, I, I need to share this with your listeners. It's, it's, it's just, it's the coolest thing in the world. It's working for us and it can work for others and everyone that you've shared it with in Canada who has implemented it is having great success with it. So this is your, your travel triage system that you came up with. So tell us about yeah. that and uh, for those of you who are listening, I am going to actually cut and paste or put a copy of the email that Chantel sent me as an autoresponder that has the actual dates and triage system in there. I'll put it in the show notes so that you can take it and uh, copy and paste it into your own, uh, if that's okay with you. Yeah, definitely. So tell us about that. Tell us about that. And actually, I'm gonna share yeah. my screen while we're doing this, and I'm gonna show okay. you the email. So I found that I was getting all these calls, and they never ended. And they were calls from people that were traveling in a couple of days. They were calls from people that were traveling in four months or six months. I have clients booked until February of 2021 right now right. and the calls never ended and you would try to get on hold with WestJet or Canada or Apple vacations and your wait time would be 12 to 14 hours if you were fortunate enough to get on the phone and meanwhile your phone is ringing incessantly with people trying to get in and it was creating this panic bubble where everybody was so scared they needed answers now and in reality we're not helping them by giving them answers right now. If they're traveling in July or August, telling them that their vacation is not refundable and that there are no airline penalty or there are no airline waivers for that time frame just stresses people out more. They're already trying to figure out how to pay for childcare, what they're gonna do about their jobs, if they have to quarantine. And so I stopped, I turned off my phone, I turned off everything, I shut my office door, and I knew that there had to be something different to do because I couldn't stop crying. It was so upsetting. And you, you try to be everything for everybody, but it's absolutely impossible. You can't. So I shut my door, I sat down and I thought about some advice that I've been given. And one of the pieces that I heard from somebody who did pandemic planning was to have an action plan. What are we going to do? And so I've actually triaged all my clients and now I've had my triage system for a couple weeks so I am going to be adjusting it a little bit and making it more based on dates as opposed to travel bans because travel bans aren't really applicable right now everything is on travel ban right. but the first thing that I did right the first thing that I did was create the phase system so phase one is anybody traveling before March 31st phase two is anybody before April 30th and then phase three was anyone after May 1st with travel ban and phase four was anyone after May 1st without. So I'll be adjusting that to anyone after May 1st and then anyone after June 30th or July 1st. And what it's done is by sending an email out to all of my clients directly, I've let them know, I know about you. I see you. I know that you're my client, but right now you are not urgent. It's not your turn. They have to wait in line to buy toilet paper. They have to wait in line to 
talk to their accountant. They have to wait in line to get a hold of the bank. It doesn't make sense that they don't have to wait in line for us. And so right now I have top-notch service for anybody leaving before March 31st. I have two clients that are still booked and they've been trying to figure out what they do in terms of cancellations. Should they try to get a refund? Should they try to move their dates? And the beauty is I haven't had to rush them. I don't have to worry because when they're ready, I'm ready. I'm making sure that I'm sleeping. I'm making sure that I'm eating. I'm making sure that I'm in tune with all the latest developments. I actually just got a development this morning at 10 o'clock, so an hour and a half ago, and I called the client and I was like, this is what we've been waiting for. And he couldn't believe that in the middle of a pandemic that I had the time to not only follow his case closely, but call him and let him know of the updates. And that's what happens when you triage your clients. You're only dealing with the people that need your attention right now. And everybody else has understood. So I took that triage system. I found every single one of my clients. And then I made a table. And in the table, I put their outbound date. If they had insurance, did I send them information about canceling? Had they decided if they wanted to cancel or change dates? Who their supplier was? What the resolution was? And then if they had multiple suppliers, how those looked as well. So by sending them all this email, like I said, they all knew that I was thinking about them, but they didn't need to be reaching out because I've already communicated that this is a, like a very big situation. There's lots of things going on and now they're waiting for me to contact them. They're emailing me, they're texting me, they're not calling. So I'm not losing any of my hold times. And honestly, they're so grateful. Instead of calling and saying, what do you mean I have to wait till it's my turn? No, they're calling me and saying, Thank you so much for having a handle on this. This is one less thing that I have to think about right now. Well, and that's part of the value in working with a travel professional like yourself. Uh, I mean, we hear, uh, I was actually in Canada for the uh, Travel Marketplace show and, and conference. That oh, yeah. Jam-packed, jam-packed. I mean, it was, we were, we were all afraid that people would cancel out at the last minute, but no, it was, uh, every seat was full, every workshop was full. It was, I mean, it was very engaging and the, and the level of optimism was, was really there. But people were starting to, you know, get the calls from their clients while we were there. And, you know, I think what the, the message that we were all trying to send is that, to your point, everybody's booking is not the most important thing right now. And, mm -hmm. you know, by triaging that, you're taking a smaller group, those that are traveling immediately, and you're working through them. Those who are coming up in the next month, you have time to work with them, but you're communicating with them on a level that they got it. You know, to your point, it's handled. Whereas where I was going with this was while we were there at the, in Vancouver, we were hearing the horror stories of clients and guests who had been on hold with Costco travel and AARP travel. And so a lot of these big online retailers that are selling at a discounted price but yet they couldn't get through, they couldn't cancel, there was no service. And so mm -hmm. it was, you know, this just shows the value that a travel professional brings to the equation here. And, and I salute you for this, because I think this is a great way to do it. Because a lot of folks were dealing with people who, their trips weren't until November, you know, and, and they were calling up wanting to cancel something in November. And it doesn't make sense for that to, to happen. You know, you're just- no. In it hurts opinion, everybody. Yeah. And in my opinion, if you let someone cancel in November, shame on you. 
Mm-hmm. Because they're outside of typically any penalties that may be there. You know, if you let them cancel, you're losing the commission because those I don't believe were protected from a commission. No. And it was only those that were within. Uh, so I think that's what, what you're doing here is phenomenal. And the response has been has been good. Everybody has loved it. They actually came back and instead of like questions about it, I shared it on social media and my client said, thanks so much for everything that you're doing. We know that you're working so hard for us. My people that were traveling in August emailed me back and said, thanks so much for putting my mind at ease. I know that when I hear from you, we can deal with it then. People want to feel heard, but they don't necessarily need answers. And that's kind of where the triage system comes in is that telling somebody that their trip in November is not refundable or that this penalty is going to apply or trying to charge a cancellation fee or any of these things, it only stresses them out. You're adding one more thing to their already very, very heavy plate. People are scared. Don't give them something more to be scared about. You can deal with that in a couple months when hopefully this has calmed down or we have a new normal and we understand what we're doing and it's less of a shock. But telling people right now that they're losing their investment or they have to make these hard choices and then they have to think about them and then they start talking to their family and their friends, like, what do I do? It doesn't help anybody. It makes it harder to retain the bookings, which is what the industry needs in order to survive. And it also makes it more stressful for you. I'm not having those conversations. And don't get me wrong, every now and then I hear from someone and they'll say, oh, hey, just checking in. And I'm like, no problem, not phase one. Like we're still phase one right now. You're phase two, I'm almost there. Like I'm almost at phase two. But that's where setting those boundaries and they say, oh yeah, no problem, great. Yeah, so I think you brought up a couple of a couple of good points here because I think one folks I deal with is I, I'm a business coach and I'm a shoulder to cry on. Believe me, people are literally crying on my shoulder. <laughs> yeah, totally. And, and because they're so stressed out about what the situation is here, and they're taking it all on themselves, and yeah, you know, that's something that you don't need to do. You don't need to own it all. You you need to own what you need to own in the next two weeks. You don't need to own what's six months down the road or what have you down through there. Uh, and and mm-hmm. so I think that puts it in a, in a great perspective because you have to think a lot about your own personal health in this too mm-hmm. and your own mental health because we don't know where this is going to take us. We know that right now the industry is shut down, period. There's no mm-hmm. Las Vegas, there's no cruises, and Royal Caribbean just announced that they're going to extend, I believe, until uh, sometime into, to the end of May, I believe, for no sailings. So you can expect Carnival and NCL to follow that, among others. So we're looking at at least another 60 days or so of a shutdown here, 60, maybe even 75 days before uh, we can look to actually get some inventory back in and to start working. So our livelihoods are gone for many of us. Mm-hmm. Not just the travel professionals, but for those of us who support the industry. Virtuoso just laid off, uh, I think, a third of their staff or, or a large portion of their staff. A number of suppliers are laying off. So it's this is not just an industry thing either. It's a worldwide epidemic that's going on. And not just and it's an epidemic of fear in addition to the, the virus because the, our economies are collapsing. But it will come back. It will come back. And we need to be more in a position to handle that and by Mm -hmm. taking the stress off of you today you're going to be in a better position mentally and be prepared when that comes because when that comes 
the floodgates are going to open up. We're stuck in our houses. We're in lockdown mode and for the mm -hmm. next two weeks or so. So there is going to be pent-up demand, not you know, from everywhere around the world that this is happening to. So what are you doing to prepare for that? That's a great question. So with my quote-unquote downtime, because I've managed these clients in a way that I can handle them, and because I'm only having so many hard conversations a day or every other day, I have a lot more energy to invest in the back end of my business. So I'm creating a social media plan right now. I'm updating my website. I know that my website is really outdated and I've intentionally not updated it because my business is built on word of mouth referral and I have a very steady stream of highly qualified, good clients coming in. And I wasn't really interested in growing my online business because my word of mouth referral is so great. But given the situation being what it is, I'm really working on that. What's my SEO? How am I going to position myself? Do I want to become more specialized, less specialized? Not less specialized. I mean, let's be honest, more specialized, if anything. Um, and what other ways can my business offer value while there's nothing to be booking? Because if there are no planes flying, there is nothing to book. So what can we do instead to keep our name present, to keep our credibility growing, to help out in our community so that when things do turn around, we're there. And so you're working on a plan for that. And I would say you've got at least two months before you know anything's gonna really become of that when it starts booking. How, how far in advance do you think you should start communicating that plan? Well, I already communicated to my team. So my team knows what we're doing. We have a staff meeting once a month. We had it on the phone this month. And we've talked about these things. We know what our goals are and where we want to go. And so it's a matter of doing these things. I also, with the business, we do customized ticket booklets for every single client. And we are always updating them, always adjusting them. So one of the projects that I have on my plate for the next couple months is fine-tuning that, going back in, dialing in the language, making sure that my packing list and my packing tips are perfect. Do we have a family version? Do we have a couple's version? And then we're changing the paper that we print them on as well. So I've got new paper to try out. But we're always, we're always looking at how we can become a better version of what we currently are. And so having this time to do those things is great. We've had some of these projects on our desk for a little while and it's been busy. We're trying to think about how to do social media videos, how to do, like I said, bring credibility. So we have Chantel's Corner and Kim's Kids. And these are two videos that we're gonna start shooting that talk about, for example, what should you pack in your luggage? What are different kinds of bags? Because I've been doing this for so long and Kim has as well, we have all these kinds of luggage. I've got like four backpacks in the other room and all sorts of suitcases, right? Like just trying to really highlight the value that we have and why our experience is different. So once this is all done, you know, obviously, you know, there's a couple directions you can go. You can shrink or go out of business. You can try and get back to the levels that you were at before, which is I, I think what most are probably gonna do, or you can grow your business and stick it out. Where do you see your, you and your business fitting into that? Oh, we're going to be a $20 million company in five years. Don't you worry. We are going <laughs> up, 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 up. <laughs> I love it. Because, you know, after, yeah. um, uh, you know, I, I, I'm going to date myself here a little bit, but I've uh, got over 30 years in the, in the business. And uh, every time we have come out of, a, and, and this is unprecedented, and I hate using that word, but it is, uh, it's like 
award shows. It's amazingly amazing. I, I can't say that. <laughs> but it is an unprecedented event, no question. But we've been through big events like this before. So we've had stock market collapses. We had the Great Recession of, of uh, 2007. We've had SARS. We've had a lot of other things over the years in the travel industry. The one thing that has happened is there's consolidation. There are those that go out of business. But for those who choose, they grow. And they grow to a level much greater than what they were before. They're taking advantage of you know, what that pent-up demand is, what that situation is coming out of that. And uh, I'm right behind you there. I think that uh, you'll be a $20 million agency is, is coming out of this. Uh, uh, there's going to be a tremendous amount of opportunity because people are not going to stop traveling. They yeah. are not going to stop traveling. And if anything, what this event has done is shown the value of a travel professional even more so. Well, and of moments, like those moments and those memories. Yes. I mean, that's what you're buying when you travel, right? Our experiences. And if everybody's on lockdown, all anybody wants to do is go outside and live their best life. Yeah. I mean, I'm a hiker. I can't even go to the mountains. They close those down. So I think you're doing, doing great. I love this triage system. I, I uh, had it up. I'm going to stick it in the show notes so that people can copy and download it. Um, if you didn't take a screenshot, for those of you watching this on YouTube, um, you just back up the video and, uh, and take a screenshot of it because I think this is, uh, this is something you can all incorporate into your business so that you can make it you know, a little sanity amongst your, in your own life uh, because it's important that you yeah. take care of yourself. I love your triage system because it actually puts it right back in that, in that corp. If, uh, now, the key is, is to sustain that after all this is over. I want to ask you one last question before we wrap up, and uh, you've been a delight to have here. What is your definition of the wealthy travel agent? So I believe that the wealthy travel agent is one who is living their definition of success by operating a business that supports that vision. For example, my definition of success is to be able to travel six to eight times per year working while I explore. About 50% of my time on the road is spent working on my bookings managing my bookings, making new bookings, creating visibility in my community, and online showcasing my passion. And the other 50% is enjoying the destination. I have started up until this pandemic situation making enough money on these trips that I'm able to cover the business expenses and fund my travel simultaneously. Awesome. There's not a lot of money left over, yeah, but I'm rich in experiences and that's why it's my vision of success. More money is not gonna make me feel more fulfilled, but another plane ticket always does. <laughs> you keep doing what you do and the money will, will be there. No question about right? that. Well, Santa, thanks so much for, for joining us today. I think this has been an, an awesome experience for, for everyone. And uh, again, uh, thank you all for joining us here on the Wealthy Travel Agent Podcast. Uh, my name is Dan Chappelle. I'm your host and the author of Get Your Ship Together, The Wealthy Travel Agent Guide to Sales. Take time right now. While you've got time, read, educate yourself. Yeah. Um, you know, if you don't have a copy of the book, uh, I know Amazon's a little slow in delivering right now because they're focusing on essentials, but download it as an audible. And you can see what all the excitement is about The Wealthy Travel Agent and uh, the book, Get Your Ship Together. For more information, go to danchappelle.com, D-A-N-C-H-A-P-P-E-L-L-E. And thank you, Chantel. Thank you so much. Uh, I want to revisit this with you in a couple of months as we come out of this. And uh and get a, a breakdown. Quality um, check. Yeah. How it's gone for you there. So thank
thanks so much. I appreciate it. And uh, yeah, let's get out there and make some money. Thanks. Bye.